What's up? My name is Matt Dietz, and this is Simply Explaining Insurance. This is the show where I tell you what you need to know about insurance in a way that you can understand it, because I know what you don't know about insurance, and I know what you need to know. Hey, do me a favor. Check out my other podcast. It's called Agency Launch. It's where I talk about running an agency and all the things that go into it, marketing, sales, staffing, and retention. It's in the same format. Most episodes are very short, five to 10 minutes, but very specific. Also, do me a favor, send me a text at 208-213-8809 and hop into my texting community where I'm sending out tips and advice um, on how to do this job because it is hard. All right, today's show is a little different. It's not going to be five to ten minutes. I actually have a guest on this week, a gentleman named Rick Fox, who is the head of agency sales at Vertifor. Now, Vertifor is a company, it's an insure tech company, and so they build and create systems to help make your life easier, and this is a space that is moving rapidly, has evolved incredibly over the last 10 years, 15, 20 years, and is continuing to pick up pace, and so we talk a lot about where the industry was, where it is today, and where it's going. It can also be an intimidating space for agents who have been in the field for a while because it's changed so fast. We talk about what that transition can be like. Uh, I talked to him about how he would start up an agency. What would his tech look like if he started up a new agency? To give you an example, they bought a company, I believe it was last year, called Agency Zoom, which is something that I use in my agency. And it's a way for me to automate automate some things in my agency and track production. And it's a very rich platform. And that's the kind of stuff that they're doing. They also do some uh, personal lines raiders. They're working on a commercial raider. They're doing a ton of really cool stuff. So, Rick, thank you so much for coming on and spending some time with me and sharing your expertise. And let's just get on with it. Here we go. All right. Well, I am joined today with my new friend, Rick Fox, the head of agency sales at Vertifor. What's up, Rick? What's up, Matt? Thanks for having me on, man. Thanks for thanks for joining me today. So I, I heard you went to uh, the University of Washington. My wife is a graduate of, of Washington State University. Uh, so I might gonna end this. this we're going to end this fast. I might aren't cut we? this we're short. almost done. We're almost already done. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, actually, no, to but, be honest with you, Matt, like I'm actually way better with cougars than I am with ducks. Oregon ducks are the ones that I just uh, man, it's like oil and water or whatever that saying is of two things that just don't go well together. For me, it's organ ducks that just drive me nuts. Sorry well, if good. you're listening in there, organ ducks, but can't do it. Well, that's because you've owned us for the better part of 40 years. So, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, hey, let's start off something really easy. Why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Tell me about, I mean, you are in our industry. Tell me how you got in the industry, your path through it and where you are today. Yeah. So I've been doing this for a really long time. I've kind of got two lifetimes within the industry. I started at a big agency in Southern California, just kind of just gophering like file folders and go pick up the mail and do things like that. And the owner decided that with my personality, I might be good at sales. And my actually, this was in Southern California. My first question was, how is this going to cut into my beach time? Like literally right. that was my first answer. It was, <laughs> I need to know how this is going to work out. Uh, I gave it a try. I actually found very natural uh, sales acumen that, that worked. Um, did that for a while, realized that I wanted to do it on my own. 
um, started my own agency. I'm not going to tell you what year because I'm trying to keep keep you guys guessing. Uh, started my own agency, built it up from scratch. Uh, my first appointment was in was with Safeco, which at the time you remember was white shirts and no dots on the ties, very conservative. Got that appointment, which made it very easy to get the other appointments, as you can imagine. Yep. Uh, started that, started building it up uh, organically, started acquiring other agencies along the way, bundled the whole thing up and sold it about 15 years ago okay. and maybe 12 and have been in the tech on the tech side ever since. Like it, I actually didn't plan to sell, uh, but I was entrepreneuring doing, I had a, I had a, other, other couple companies, you know, as you know, it's a very acquisitive industry. Somebody called me that I'd been at the uh, Oregon mutual golf tournament with, and they're like, Hey, I want to buy your agency. I'm like, Hey, I want to buy yours too. Uh, and they're like, no, we're going to go big. What's your price. And I threw out a number. We kind of joked about it and it ended up actually being an okay number for them, which I was wow. shocked. At. Um, but I'll talk to my wife, figured out let's, yeah, let's, let's make some changes. Let's look, let's look, let's look at this tech thing and an opportunity to go to Vertifor, uh, run, run, run the uh, national sales director there. Then had the opportunity to go be an equity partner at Agency Revolution. So built that up, got it ready for a transaction, sold it, and then then came back to Vertifor. And I'll tell you just specifically the reason was is because I love the strategy of where we're at. I believe that I owe a responsibility to this industry to help support the independent channel. And I figured the louder voice and the better strategy that I could find gave me the best opportunity to help. So here I am at Vertifor. There you go. Well, that's awesome that you have so much experience, you know, behind the desk as an agency yeah. owner. Um, not everybody in the tech uh, side yeah. of insurance has that, and it kind of drives us nuts, right? Yeah, so trust me, we look I, at I the know. systems that we have, and we're like, "Why didn't they do this? Or why didn't they do that?" And so, um, so it's good that you that you have that experience. Tell me a little bit about um, Vertifor. What was it like when you joined? You know, 15 years ago. How has it evolved? And give me kind of just a a one sheet on, on what the mission is, what you're trying to achieve and how you're helping agency owners. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's been an interesting kind of, I guess the last two years have been the big change, but when I came in, we were three private equity cycles ago and, um, ownership change when with private equity ownership changes, strategy changes, leadership changes, that particular group of leadership for me was, I wasn't non- strategic in the way that I think it needed to be, but it wasn't exactly what I thought was the right way as well. Um, so when I, when I had the opportunity to take this other, the gig with agency revolution, I jumped at it. Uh, then when I went, when I had the opportunity to come back, it was, let me, let me, let me find the new leaders and talk to them and find out if, if I believe in where they're going. And my answer to that was 100% yes. That was still in the private equity cycle. What's happened in the last, I guess it's been almost two years now, was we were acquired by Roper Technologies, which is a publicly traded company. So we're no longer on the hamster wheel, which is private equity. Don't get me wrong. It, the reason we got to where we got was because of that. But sure. at the same time, now having a permanent home changes the way we get to look at the industry. It changes the way we get to build strategy, not for three to five years, but for a lifetime, for as long as it takes to get where we want to get. So I think that's the the big winners there. First and foremost is our customers or or people that should be using Vertifor products. I think secondly, it's for our staff and the people 
that, that work inside Vertifor that now know that that's where we're headed and where we're going to continue to head. But I think thirdly, because of our size and our sort of, you know, oomph in the industry, I think it is a really strong message to the rest of the industry that this strategy that we're headed toward is, is the way that the industry is going. So buckle up and come along for the ride if you think that's right. And mm-hmm. most most of our peers or the insure techs that I talk to are all like, yes, this is where we're headed. Let's 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 go along with them. Well, talk to me a little bit about where uh, where the industry is headed. I mean, you entered uh, 15 years ago, which would put us at like 06, 07 or something. Yeah, like it wasn't that. that long ago. It's feeling, I think it was like 11, maybe 10 or 11. So it's only been 10 to 12 years. Don't make me any older than I am here, Matt. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so much as it's been an incredible decade though of technology and things that have come our way to help us out. Where is, uh, what's happened over the last 10 years? Um, what role has Vertifor played in that and now, and where are we headed on top of that? Yeah, I think the biggest changes have just been in the, 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 the tech stacks and the way that that agencies have have had to adjust to from paper to computers even from computers to the cloud and that that sort of how do i get through my day and have technology not be a negative and have it be a positive yeah and yeah. and and i think the biggest thing has not only been that journey for the tech companies but that journey for the agencies, because it's a it's change management. You know this. I mean, how many agencies are very successful in spite of themselves? They're right. not using technology. They're not leveraging uh, efficiencies that would make the day of their staff easier. Yet they're still very successful. Right. So I think you know, kind of the last two three years, the the pandemic has created an urgency, which I think has been an extreme. That's the one extremely positive thing for our industry is that, you know, work from home, uh, self-service, click, click, buy the things that we were all having to do during our lockdown time has become more of the table stakes now in, in the insurance world and the insure tech world. And I'm, I think that's the greatest part of it is that we're, we're, we're starting to see the agencies that had their arms folded and wouldn't change if their lives depend on it. Now go, I better probably start taking a look at this. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I've been an agency owner since 04. So it's been 17 years for me. And and my peers at the time were, you know, were older than me. And mm-hmm. and this industry has been around for, for a long time. And a lot of yeah. people are set in their ways. And over the last 15, 20 years, tech has has changed everybody's life in, in, in many, many ways. Um, but a lot of people that are peers of mine were slow to adopt mm-hmm. this type of technology. And so I'm wondering what you see from your seat, you know, how hard is it to pull people over who have been resistant and what is it like for the new agents that are coming in and this is all they've known, you know? Right, so right. there's, I think there's a real big shift that's, that's happening. It's, it's been interesting and, and kind of the, the way I've framed it up for, my peers, because I'm I'm old, and you know, um, I always say that you can tell the agency owners because they're male, pale, and stale. Uh, yeah. That's that's the that's where they're at, and that that age just keeps creeping up. I think it just went over sixty years old as the average age of the of the agents of the independent agency owners. So that's wow. that's not young. Yeah, um, they're Buick drivers. Yeah. <laughs> 
Cadillac. Usually, <laughs> hopefully Cadillac, right? Oldsmobile. Maybe um, some Oldsmobiles are in there too. Right, right. Um, <laughs> where I've started to find the common ground in the affecting change, one is obviously, like we mentioned before, is this pandemic, the urgency, the change in the consumer. But the other side is to talk more about the future of their journey, whether that's three years from now when they're going to look at exit, when they're going to look for an acquisition, when they're going to look at their perpetuation and start to start to leverage the technology. I guarantee you, like I, I know for a fact, I work with the largest agencies in the country and every one of them that I talk to says, we will pay more for an agency that has their tech lined up. That, because not only is it lined up, but that speaks to probably where their profitability is and where their EBITDA is, where the revenue per employee at each desk is. That's a different conversation than you should do technology because it's cool, which is right. what we said for a very long time. If, if you're able to say, lead a conversation with, hello, Mr. And I say Mr. because it predominantly is Mr. Agency owner. What is your, what does your exit look like? How many years? Oh, five years. Okay. And what does your current agency look like structurally? And are you, are you doing everything in your power to, to amplify that worth when you go to exit? Mm-hmm. And, they, and you start using that language, they will listen to that easier. And I've, yes. I've, because I, again, like I run sales. My job is for more people to buy Vertifor software. But my real, like where I really feel my responsibility is for insurance a independent insurance agents to be successful, to fight the good fight, to not only just survive, but thrive. And you need technology now to be that. Like, like that's not, that's not a choice anymore. So these agencies that say it ain't broke or like, we're fine. I, you know, I, I always use the example. I lived in Bend, Oregon for a few years and beautiful, beautiful yeah, area. Gorgeous. There's really no bad areas in Bend. And so I use the example, my, my analogy for the industry is I live in Bend. Okay. If someone tells me that crime is on the rise in Bend, my response to that is I live in a pretty good neighborhood. If you talk to an agency owner that's been set in his ways, and if you don't have a, you being an agency owner, me being an ex-agency owner, if you don't have that credibility, they're not going to listen at all anyway. But if I, even if I say, hey, Technology has changed insurance. You need to change with it. A lot of their responses will be, I live in a pretty good neighborhood. And, and that's the part that we haven't totally been able to bridge yet. But the more people that listen to these kind of podcasts, the more people in the offices that have uh, the ear of the, of the, uh, the seasoned owners, the more change we're seeing. We're seeing it happen more rapidly now, which I think is fantastic. And you're seeing some of the technologies drive that. So even owners now are saying, Ooh, that's pretty cool. How do I do that? Right. And that's, so I see, I think that's kind of the combination of how we get, as we continue to make this snowball gather steam as it rolls downhill. And I think we are starting to roll downhill in a positive way. Great. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, you know, modernizing this industry that's kind of been stuck in the 20th century for 50 years, you know, what kind of things do you guys offer and do you bring to the table, you know, to help streamline, you know, uh, an agency? What's, uh, what gaps are you filling? What problems are you solving? How are you making our lives easier? So what kind of products do you have? 
where would you recommend an agent? Well, let's just start with that or else I'm going to get out yeah. of, I'm going to start. The first and foremost is the, is the customer digital experience. And, and that sits in a different place than it sat even three years ago, right? You're talking about um, self-service 24 seven meeting customers where they want to be met. Uh, you know, how many, how many times have you heard, well, this customer emailed me. So I picked up the phone and I called them. It's like, they emailed you because that's the way they want to communicate with you. So right. start starting to find that. And so leveraging automation and leveraging the the, the ability to self-serve and use portals and ways for customers to communicate with you, not only does that help their journey because that's what they want as a customer, the, the, the other side to that is, is taking some of that busy work off the plates of your staff. That's a major change. That's not a, oh, we moved the needle a little. That's a 25 to 40% potential efficiency gain and just yeah. moving the the simple act of I need an ID card to a self-service portal can change everything. So client digital experience, first and foremost, the good thing about Vertifor is we work or we're in the entire gamut of the, of the distribution channel. So end user agencies, MGAs, all the way to the carriers, states, regulators, everything. So we have the relationship. So market connectivity is another piece to this. So Think of, think of it in terms of personal lines and the, the pace at which you need to be able to quote now, the, the amount of times that you need to be able to not enter data. So I want to enter it once and be done with it. Please, so that's yes. another way. Think about it. Like if I go to Geico, click, click, and I have a quote, I need to be able to do that with your agency. I need to yep. be able to either talk to you and quickly have it or self-service, get that information in a timely manner, or, or, or I'm not adding value. And then the gecko and flow are just as 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 important to that person who doesn't know the difference between a risk assessor and being a number on a website. That's an, a very important part. And because of our relationships with the carriers, now we've just built our commercial submissions tool. It's just brand new. It's going to take a while to get to where it it, it is a a superhero. But at the current, even in its current iteration, think about. Think about the time it takes to remarket or or just renew one of your commercial customers right. or get a quote through the door for new business. Taking that time and cutting it in a fifth of that time, again, puts you back into having the right conversations at the right times with your customers. These are all, I'm just giving you tidbits of things that we do. But below all of that or on top of it, however you want to look at it, I think the biggest piece of information right now that we're not leveraging is data. So think about the, all the data that an agency has. Do you feel like you're confidently able to market to them in a way that is um, efficient? Helpful? Yeah, yeah, efficient, hopeful. Um, do you know who's at risk because of these categories, the, the, the data that says, okay, whether it's their monoline reason or They've had, uh, you know, a rate increase is coming from their carrier. Like all the, the uses of data that that agencies, I don't believe, are leveraging, right? I, it used to be an, a, an advantage that the agencies that were using data, that was their advantage. I think it's changed to that being sort of the, the, the table stakes and those not using data at least a little bit, that being now a disadvantage. So I think that's been a shift. We, we're big on data and analytics. We have tools that do that. Um and then if you bundle all that up and you look at any of these agencies, whether that's the, the slow to move or those that think that they're very tech forward, 
it, it's it's a tech stack with open architecture for whatever changes that agency wants to make today, tomorrow, and for the next 10 years. So anyone who tells you today that they have a solution that does everything for technology and insurance, run as fast as you can in the other direction. Because you don't know, we don't know. I mean, just look at your iPhone from four years ago. Like right. we don't know where we're going. So having a, a, a tech stack that's based in open architecture and the ability to API to whatever that agency needs or decides they want. Cause, cause I always say, if you've been to one insurance agency, you've been to one, they're all different. They're yep. all going to have a different way. They want to market different way. They want to communicate different way. They want to store their data or use their data. So an open architecture platform, which is what Vertifor is priding ourselves on is, is where agencies have the ability, the ability and the flexibility to do things today that are good, fast, efficient, and be ready for what might come tomorrow. So I think that's where Vertifor really has separated ourselves from the pack. Uh, it's, okay. it's a it's a journey. No one's no one's trying to make their business successful today and not worrying about tomorrow. And if they are, they're not running their business very well. Right. And and we want to be there right next to them in a way that's there. They get stuck working in the business. They don't always work on the business. So let us be that tech partner that opens that architecture that helps you that that has an orange partner program with 30 plus vendors that we vetted all the way through to say these are best in breed you want a phone system and an e-doc system an e-signature an e-payment uh marketing automation whatever that might be we've already done the work for you because there's a lot of noise out there yeah absolutely so let me ask you if i was going to start an agency an independent agency from scratch um and you know what kind of systems or products would you recommend I open my doors with that you offer? So, and you know, do you guys do? Uh, is it like an a la carte? You know, I know mm-hmm. you have agency Zoom. Do you guys have like a customer management system? Mm-hmm. Um, the quoting system, like, do what I? What does it look like if I wanted to get into hop into your ecosystem for quoting, customer management, communication, yeah. automation, all that stuff? Sure. Like, set me up, Rick. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love this question because it starts with um, you said, "Tell me if I wanted to work with Vertifor, what I might do." Let, let me let me pause that for a second and say, that's exactly what everyone should do. And I don't, I'm not, and that's not a sale. I'm like that again. That's why I'm here. Like the the startup agency, or like take an example of what we went through with Nationwide a few years ago, where the Nationwide agents that were captive became independents. What do they do? Mm-hmm. Well. You look at most startups and most startups are going to start functioning predominantly in the personal lines world, right? So you need a you need an agency management system. So you start with that. You want to move fast and you want to be able to keep going. So you want a, a comparative personalized rater. And then what you mentioned is agency Zoom, which is that front-end sales enablement, employee enablement tool that can manage that process, leads, uh, cadences, and all of those things. So if I was starting an agency tomorrow. When I talk to agencies now that are looking to branch off from a bigger agency, change from captive over to independent, whatever it is, it's QQ Catalyst at the base. That's the system of record. It is personalized Raider, PLR is our tool. And it all funnels through agency Zoom at the front end of that, which is a game changer. So let me just tell you our strategy. From an ecosystem perspective, we either build it, buy it, or partner with it. So 
Build It is what we're doing with our new commercial line submission tool that I told you a little bit about the comparative piece for commercial. That's because we have all the carrier relationships and that makes the most sense for us to build it. Buy It is agency Zoom. It's already out there and it's best in breed and it is Mm -hmm. killer. It's awesome. So we buy that to bring that into our ecosystem. And then the things that we know we either don't want to be involved in or that we don't think we can be best in breed because there's already somebody out there, we partner with it. And that's the Orange Partner Program that I've told you about. So again, to long-winded answer to what you said, <laughs> which is you start with QQ at your base because you still need a management system that holds the data, that tracks the, the movement and the endorsements and every activity. You put the personalized radar in there that talks to these other two systems seamlessly. Again, enter the data once. You said agency zoom on top of it. You're, you have your producers, CSRs, everybody live there and not only use that as the management part of the, the cadences and the leads and things like that, but also use that to create marketing automation and things that they're doing for people that are either in the system, people that you didn't get that you want to keep in contact with, however you want to do that. And man, you're flying. That's not like yeah. jogging. That's, that's, Usain Bolt sprinting out of the gates. Yeah, that is a fully loaded package to get yeah. you to get you going right away. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about your what is it PLR your Raider? Like yeah. I'm familiar with Easy Links. Is that something that's like Easy Links? Is it yeah, almost the same? Is it? Uh, is it's it, uh, better than it? it's better yeah. than. But Tell of course, me. I'm going to say that right. So you basically <laughs> yeah. like there. There are a lot of Raiders out there, and the only two that are worth their salt is, are is Easy Links Raider and personal lines rating from, from Vertifor. Um, where I think the difference is, is we have a lot more carriers on board. And, and I think what you'll also find is that it's more compatible with other systems. So EasyLinks works very well with EasyLinks management system. EasyLinks, the company is now owned by Applied and they are working at integrating that into the Applied ecosystem. Um, I will leave my comments to myself on what I've heard about how that's going. Um, But you can read into that all you want. Uh, But PLR uh, on the other side obviously works with our management systems, but it also works with all the other management systems. So if you're a Hawksoft management system user, if you're an applied management system user, PL rating, because again, like I said, we live in that open world. You can use that. You can use personalized rating PLR for any of those management systems. So, so I would say that's the big differentiator is the ease of use. Again, as agencies, they're independent agencies, they like choice. And so they might be on a different management system. They might've chose this marketing automation tool or this one. If you find the right combinations and you want open architecture as a rate comparative rater, PLR is going to give you the most flexibility. Is it hard to switch between no. these types of systems? Like, what did you say? Is it cute? Q, Q? Q Catalyst is our, Q Q it's, Catalyst. it's where we kind of, we see it as our downstream. Like if you're a Brown and Brown or a, a you know, a Gallagher, you're not going to use QQ, right? right. Um, but anywhere from one to, we have agencies of 50 or 60 um, that, that would use a QQ. We see that AMS 360, which is sort of our flagship from five to thousands in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Sajida is our most customizable, large scale. Um, you'll see a lot of the top 10 in the country using Sajida. But yeah, QQ is that small, smaller agency. It works seamlessly with PLR. Now has the perfect integration with agency Zoom. 
And then you build that, you build that mini tech stack for yourself and you're off and running. And then you said you are working on, or you're close to with a, a commercial Raider. Did I hear that? Yeah. We just launched it in, in, uh, March. It is GA right now. We have in the last three months signed up over 700 agencies. Uh, we have 13 carriers on the platform and that grows pretty much every month. There's new carriers that are coming on new lines of business with those carriers. Th- this is a journey. I'll tell you that, Matt, sure. because yeah, it's a lot. It's not only what we're building, but it's where we connect with the carriers and getting them on board and getting those APIs and getting all of the integration set up. The same thing we did with personalized rating. You know, 15 years ago, you'd be like, ah, it doesn't have all my carriers. It kind of helped me. Now it's very rare that we find agencies that don't have their carrier on personalized rating. But as we, it's called commercial submissions. Check it out on our website, vertifor.com. It's pretty cool. Um, it would be the rival of the Broker Buddha, the Tarmica, the uh, Bold Penguin, which are kind of things that are out there. We think ours is more all-encompassing. And inevitably, because of our care relationships, we'll have the strongest, truest comparative rating for commercial. We're starting in the small commercial space, and it'll get more and more complex as it grows. So let me ask real quick, when if I wanted to submit something for a commercial risk and I punch all the information into the Raider and it goes to all these carriers, is the communication f- from the carriers coming back through this system or is it all kind of an email at that point or is it depending no, on how- coming back into the system as long as, again, as long as that carrier has that capability, right. um, you'll, there'll be some regional level carriers that'll say, call for the quote or here's the number, call for more information, things like that. But really what you want is that full-blown, like, let me give you a scenario. So I've got a, I've got a customer that's up for renewal in 90 days. I go to CL subs. I, I have the, the customer there. So the data is already there. Don't have to enter it. Right. Click the markets that I want to want to go with. Let's say CNA, Liberty Mutual, uh, name, name a few more. I could yeah. go. It returns those quotes for me and I decide where that, where that fits. And let's say it's Liberty Mutual. Click on Liberty Mutual. I'm right. It automatically takes me into the Liberty Mutual portal. And now I'm entering that information right there. It's it's preloading the data that I already have. There might be, you know, as you would expect, a few additional uh, ancillary questions or auxiliary questions that they would that that are specific to Liberty Mutual. Boom, done. And then the download comes back the next day back into the system and we're done. Nice. That yeah, it's it's uh again. Slick. It's a journey, just like everything else. Matt, I always say this. I talk to agencies every day, and I always ask the question, where are you on your tech journey? And I talked to an agency, this is probably now six months ago, and I said, where are you at on your journey? This agency owner was fairly boastful, said, we're pretty tech forward. Like, we're, we're moving. Yeah, we're moving. And I'm like, all right, well, tell me about it. And he said, like, we have, like, dual monitors on every desk. <laughs> and in my, I almost giggled Yeah. and then I paused and I thought, you know what, for that agency, that was the big step. Yeah, so that's where big I step. see, I see the agencies needing to just move a little forward on their journey. Right. And that's where we're at on this where it's, it is not a finished thing that you are going to have all your carriers and it's going to work perfectly because all of your credentials are like, we're building through that. But the the end result of that is going to be magic. It really is. 
So how do agencies, so, so for that agent specifically, he, you know, we got two monitors. That's a big step. I mean, I remember <laughs> when I went to two monitors, that was yeah. very exciting, you know, um, but you know, a lot of times the agency owners don't know what's out there, you know, maybe especially on the indie side, cause they don't have, you know, I'm captive. So it's, it's a little bit, a little bit different for me, but on the indie side, they may not know what's out there. So right. how, how are you getting the word out of all to, to all the indie agents that this, look at, look what I have for you here, you know, that we can add to your dual monitors, you know? Yeah. You know, I think, I think it's a trust level, Matt. I think it's really getting to a point where agencies feel like you're not just a vendor, but a partner and yeah, absolutely. a tech partner. And I, I wholeheartedly with every part of my being believe that we do an amazing job of being a partner for people. We have the the capabilities. We have the things that I think are so crucial, which is that flexibility and that open openness to do this. Uh, and again, it's different for everybody. You you might not be ready if you're that dual monitor and that's where you're at. You might not be ready for agency Zoom today, but let's build, let's start to build that. Let's use QQ as a base. Yeah, let's let's start. start to comparative rate, which alone could save your, your staff hours upon hours. Right. You can- And then let's see what's next and start to build the, 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 the camaraderie and that relationship with a, a tech provider that's got your best interests at heart, that's looking at the future in a way that is open because, and I, I, I'm old enough to, I had a, I had a watch that was a pager. That's how cool I was back then. Like I, I thought it was awesome, but (laughs) at the end of the day, like my kids think I'm an old nerd, right? I mean, it's like this, this thing that just, it changes, changes every day. I always say this last, last, about this time last year, when all the kids were graduating from college, was the first year that they were older than Google and Amazon, which means they lived their entire lives with Google and Amazon. Yeah. Think about how different that is than my time, even know, your time, I, which I know you're younger than I am. You have to be. I've heard the term digital natives, and I think digital that's uh, that's what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we use agency Zoom here in my agency, and you've acquired them over the last year. I understand, which is very exciting. I to it's a incredible platform. It does a ton, you know, yes. give me some best practices on, on like when an agency brings this in, like, yeah. Tell me what it does. How should, give me some best practices on well, how agency zoom. So as a, as a captive, um, it, it does some things that proprietarily you don't have access to now. And so I think figuring out and it, again, it's tough to, to generically put best practices on what, what it, like what to do, what I'll say is how to use it and how yeah. you use it is make sure that you are, that you understand it. And if you're not, make sure you're talking to the agency Zoom team about what thing, because because the, the conversation that you and I would have if we weren't on a podcast and you're like, hey, I, I use Zoom, how do I, how do I really kick butt with it? I'd be like, well, what are you trying to accomplish? Well, we right. want, we want more sales or we want our existing customers that are in this niche or that to feel more value. And we would start to design what a cadence or cadence, multiple cadences would look like to add that value. And, and if I, and if you didn't know how to do that, you know, with a snap of your finger, then, then you're, then you should be on the phone with the team helping, having them help build you. So I would say my first thing would be decide what it is you want to accomplish. Like what, and here's the things it does. Like, again, it's building cadences, it's managing uh, leads that are coming in or 
you know, like, like if you have a way to like using the service center to have something at, whether that's service at or claims at, have that manage how people are communicating into you. That's a big game changer right there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Think about that. And then it's figuring, once you figure out what you want is, do you know how to do it? Do you have someone in your office that already can do that? And if not, hop on the phone, hop on the chat with with Agency Zoom and have them help you walk through one. And then pretty soon you become, like we have people that are as good at it now that are agency people as the people that work at Agency Zoom. And they fly around and they they have like, 5x their productivity on you know on on new business 5x their their time that they've saved on on servicing things within the agency it just i mean whether you're independent or captive in the case of agency zoom i mean it just it dominates it's it's an incredible tool it, if you are listening and you go to the website and you oh that's too expensive you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> because the return on your investment minimal investment is like like it's comical how much you'll get back from that from that investment. Yeah, I think that's something that maybe newer agency owners don't understand as they see all these things as an expense, but it's really saving you and your team tens of hours a week, you know, oh, and amazing. and stress and chasing business manually and having doing things. So I, if it's used properly, you know, the co- whatever you're spending a month, which is very small, is going to help you earn ten times that, mm-hmm. and so. Being new business owners, this it's a different way to think. You know, not yeah. everything is a straight expense. There are things that we have to spend money on that that's going to help us grow and help us make more money. And that's what there's a and change it's not in an thinking. Expense. Matt, it's not right. an expense. It's, it's an not. investment. It's an investment. And, and I always say to people, if if I said write me a check for a thousand bucks right now, but when you do, I'm going to write you a check for five thousand. Would right. you do that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's an investment. Like that's <laughs> exactly. That I mean, yeah. I'd say it's better than the stock market, which anything is right now. But, that's for um, sure. <laughs> don't don't buy a thousand of crypto today, right? Oh, gosh, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. So automation is a big part of Agency Zoom. It's a way that we chase leads. Automation is also something that we use in Agency Zoom to stay in front of our current clients once they're onboarded. You know, they get emails and or texts. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and the thing I like about Agency Zoom is that we can craft those emails and that correspondence in our own voice, which I really yep. like because that's really important to me when I do my marketing. Um, but I wanted to ask you, you know, how should agents be using automation, but also keeping things like human because yeah. this 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 is there's a slippery slope here i think where agents can onboard all of this stuff and never interact with a person never be face to face with a person mm-hmm. i didn't grow my agency that way and i don't want to be an old dinosaur i like the way i grew my agency and i know there's some really smart people that are growing agencies in a different way you know but how do you find that balance to keep the humanity in your agency so that we are not being lumped in with companies that don't have agencies. There's a real important service that we can provide as agency owners. So I want to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah. And and it is a, it is a, I don't want to say delicate balance because there is so much to be gained by automation, but it is something that needs to be addressed. And, and so there's two ways to look at that. It's either what most agencies are doing. Like I, I read a stat, this has been a couple of years now, but I, I'm guessing it still probably holds true that three out of five people surveyed, I think it was Deloitte, three out of five of the people surveyed said, once we gave money to an agent, we never heard from them again. So the first step is just 
what what is the difference between you and a Geico or mm-hmm. you know something online? And it's and it's a value add. So to your point, can I automate some of my my correspondence? Can I add a newsletter or a weather something that's going on? I'm hearing thunder and lightning here in Florida. Um, can I do that through an automated process that feels like I'm giving them something? Because people will tell you, and this is also. These are the stats. The stats are people want ease of use, but they also still want to feel like there's somebody there that they trust. Yep. So do like, look at your agency today and ask if I'm just one of your typical customers, do I trust you? Are you giving me value or am I in fact just writing you a check every month or getting, Mm -hmm. having it deducted out of my account, which is the way most people do it. So look at it. So, so the slippery slope that you mentioned for me is the, there, there's, there's the, the two schools of thought. Okay. Go to automate everything, self-service portals and, and take out the personal touch. Well, we don't work that way. The agency will say, we don't do, we call everybody. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's 2022. Consumers don't want you to call them. I don't want you to call me. Like I want you to text me, <laughs> right. right? I want, yeah. I want it. I want you to send me an email and I'll go respond to it when I want, right. or I want to just go get on your website and do what I want. Now I'm not everybody. I think you, Matt, you probably agree with me. You don't want to get called during dinner time. That's no. not, it's not the way we want to do it, but the way that they look at it is we're going to lose our personal touch. If we do these things, I will challenge agents every day, implement automation and implement self-service and then take that gigantic chunk of time that you're now saving and go have real conversations with your customers. You want to add value. You want to build loyalty. You want to bring your attention up point over point over point is have enough time in your day to not just fill, you know, fill the void of, Oh yes, you need an ID card. Here you go, Matt. Here it is. Thanks. Great talking to you. But like, Hey Matt, I noticed here that you have a new 16 year old that's new in the home. Let's talk about what that's going to look like. Yeah. Oh, I that, that that to really kind of take that information and start doing what we should be doing and using that time to have real conversations. That's the win-win. It is slippery. You do have to monitor it, but add value through automation and self-service. And then the best agencies are taking that extra time and building loyalty. I love it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, if we can, all these tools, if it can free up the busy work so that we can have the real conversations with our clients, be the advisor, the trusted advisor that they essentially hired us to do. That's why, you know, that's what they're paying us for. Um, And that's a, that's a, that's put really well. Thank you for that. We get new people that come into our, uh, our company all the time. And, you know, they're salespeople, whatever, where, and a lot of them don't have insurance experience. Right. And they think of insurance the way that we think of, you know, the people think about Amazon, like, oh, I can buy my jeans. I can buy my tires. I can buy my insurance online. Yep. It doesn't take long to get them to understand that our people, whether that's captive agents or independent agents, agents are risk assessors that are protecting I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but I, this is what I say to my people from out of industry that are protecting the most important things in their lives. They should trust you. They should be loyal to you, but it takes work to move the needle from click, click buy, which is their normal day right. to where that risk assessment and that professional advice 
is of value, that they see it. Yep. And so, like I said, again, just to reiterate, if you give them the ability to self-serve, which is what they get from, a, you know, from flow, and you give them the ability to hear from you in a way that doesn't take time from your staff, again, mar- automating, marketing, communications, that the way to do that. And now you start showing that, vil- that value, you start showing that your professional insurance experience that they need to protect what's most important to them. If you keep that mindset, you'll start to see technology as this incredible tool and incredible way to move your agency forward instead of something that you have to do. Yep. Now that's great. What kind of things are you guys doing? What do you have on the plate now? Like, what are you going to, what do you bring to, what do you bring to us next? Yeah. I'd say the two main things that we're working on, I'd say is the continuing this journey for the commercial submissions tool that we're working on. I think it's, it's powerful. It's amazing. It's going to take a while to get to where everybody has to have it. Uh, you know what I mean? But, but we're, yeah. we're on that journey. And it's the other thing is, is we're migrating all of our products into what we're calling our Titan technology, which also includes moving everything into Amazon web services. If you look at the quadrant, you see AWS in the top right is the top best place for security, for data, for use, for, for speed. So as you see us move our, in like we're, we're cloud anyway, like you can be an on online Vertifor customer, but as we, as we start to migrate everything into AWS, you'll see that even improve more as we continue our journey and continue that openness, which again, man, if you don't know, don't make a decision today that'll backfire on you in five years. Work with companies that are willing to be open and talk to other companies as you make choices for your agency. There's no other way to go. Awesome. Well, Rick, I'm out of questions. Is there anything else that you want to you want to add at this no, point? I, I would just say to your listeners, Matt, I appreciate what you're doing, man. This this is the kind of stuff that our industry needs. These are the conversations that we need to be having. From, from whatever side of the house, if you're captive, if you're independent, if you're an insurance agent, have a voice, help others. It, we're, we're in that phase right now where, it, like I said, we've created urgency, but there's a long, long runway here of getting people over to this side of understanding how we become the most relevant that we can be. So I appreciate what you do. These kind of conversations, I always enjoy them. Obviously, I'm not at a loss for passion for my people. No, um, but I, I can tell from our conversations as well that you are, and I appreciate what you do. Yeah, well, I appreciate you coming on and and reaching out. I think what you guys are doing is really important. I know it's a long, slow slog. You know, there's a there's a lot of work to be done, but I think the foundation you guys have laid is phenomenal, and you've got something really strong that you are going to continue to build on and just make our lives easier. So, thank yeah. you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you, Matt. All right, Rick. Take care, buddy. All right. Thanks very much. Are right, you bet? All right. There you go. That was Rick Fox. Rick, thank you so much again for coming on and sharing your story with us and teaching us what we need to know. I really appreciate it. My name is Matt. This is Simply Explaining Insurance. You can find me all over the place. Why don't you find out what's going on at agencylaunch.net. That's my training platform for all of you who are interested in accelerating the growth of your agency. We talk about marketing and staffing and sales and retention. And we use products like Rick, Rick's company uses. So I teach you how to do some of that stuff. Um, also 
do me a favor and check me out on LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Dietz Agency. And send me a text, 208-213-8809. Thank you so much for listening. Be safe. Be safe.